Hello, and welcome to Driven to Sleep, the podcast that is meant to commute you on your way to the land of Nod. Uh, To all new listeners, anyone that's got no idea what this is, is it's really quite quite a simple idea. Um, Basically, I thought uh, a while ago that I should create something. and and what better time to do it than than when I'm driving to and from work on my daily commute? Uh, yes, and, and so basically th- that's what this is. And th- the idea behind it is that sort of I don't know I I struggle I struggle to sleep, and I thought uh, with the voice that I I was uh, graced with this deep croaky voice of mine sort of uh, I thought well maybe my voice along with some car noise and and wind noise and road noise and and indicators and and everything else and and, uh, my my occasional yawning and, and throat clearing I thought, well, maybe that, you know, if people listen to that at night time, when they're struggling to get to sleep, it might help them take their mind off of whatever else is keeping them awake. Maybe it will just help to, to clear their mind a little bit. That's what I was thinking anyway. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so the yawning begins anyway. Um, yes, I mean, that's, I mean, basic, the basic premise the show that is the idea behind it uh, you don't have to really listen to what I'm saying at all um, in fact you can turn the volume down really low so you can barely hear me and um, I mean really the, the idea is that it's just kind of white noise uh, what I'm saying it occasionally might be of interest uh, most of the time, I don't think it will be, and and that's fine. I, I didn't really, I don't plan any of these episodes. I don't filter. I don't edit. I don't. Um, it's just, yeah, it's completely unscripted. As I'm sure, if you've listened to any of the other episodes, or if you if you just listen to this one, if you go back and listen to the others, they're all pretty messy. Uh, well, I kind of think maybe that's half of the the appeal. Uh, I, I, I tell myself that that's part of the charm of my podcast is that it's unscripted, it's unedited. It's you, you might not understand some of the words that I say; they might not make any sense to you. Some of the things I talk about—I mean, I mostly talk about things to do with my life, obviously. Um, my life and, and my job and things and a lot of that just won't make sense and that doesn't really matter uh, it doesn't really matter I don't think I don't know and, uh, and and in a way this is this is also a sort of I don't know I don't want to say therapy for me as well but I mean it kind of is uh, in a way um Oh, it's become that way anyway. I mean, I, it started off 
being something I just wanted to kind of create and just see if it could be a, a thing that people might actually use to try and get to sleep. Uh, it's turning more into something uh, as a personal tool for myself because I I have ADHD and um, uh, whether you believe in it or not, uh, there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's a couple of very simple facts that uh, people with ADHD or people that are like me, let's just say that, we have a tendency to be uh, very impulsive and uh, we tend to struggle to regulate our emotions and therefore the, the kind of a combination there you bit of a bit of a it's a little bit of a toxic combination because when things like driving with things like driving uh, even though uh, I like to think I'm, I'm a very good driver I usually I, I mean I can get very frustrated quite quickly about quite small things on the road uh, and because um, I can become quite irrational quite quickly uh, it can lead to me then the impulse kicks in and then you do silly things uh, I mean like I said that I mean for the most part I think I'm, I'm quite a good driver but and, and you know, and I'm not saying that it's it's all because of ADHD, but and there will be other people out there that uh, are maybe listening and thinking that's I'm the same as that. But yeah, but basically, um, this podcast's been really good in the way that uh, because I'm talking, and we're, funnily enough, like when it almost almost seems to focus focus my mind more when I'm talking. The usual, um, and certainly when people have done some, some some things that would have usually really quickly angered me, I think because I've been aware that I'm recording, because I've been talking whilst it's happened, um, it's it's stopped me completely from from losing my temper and getting angry. I I, I used. I used to get really, really annoyed with people driving really slowly, but because uh, where I'm speaking, I, I barely even notice the speed that people are travelling. I just kind of go with the flow of the traffic, and it's it's lovely. And my journeys to and from work have been so much nicer. And, and as a result of that, when I when I I, I get home, because I used to, um, sorry, I realise I've gone off topic here massively, and I'll, I'll explain in a minute. Um, yeah, so. Uh, a lot of the time when I get home, like if I'm, if, say before I was recording my podcast, I would get home and I would be so, uh, so pent up and so tense and stressed from just the drive home. Because I leave work thinking, yay, it's home time. And then I guess in, in my mind, I'm thinking, I just want to get home. And then when things slow you down or people get in the way of you getting home as quickly as you possibly could have done, that's when I, I you know, my, my uh, emotional control and my um, sort of inability to control 
that that anger and then and then the impulses and things and they so everything kicks in and then and they're really really frustrated so by the time I get home I'm feeling quite tense and then a lot of the time obviously because I've got kids and stuff you you can walk into a house and it's all kicking off already in the house because of whatever reason like dinner's going on and stuff and I mean you know kids can be a nightmare as I'm sure people will know um, and so then rather than coming in the house with a fresh head and, and and being able to just be like hey what's going on chill out guys come on your mum's had enough today blah 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 like you know and, and, and sort the situation out I tend to come in and make it worse because I've already been I've already stressed myself out from the drive but since doing this podcast I found that it's a uh, you know, it's been. Uh, in fact, I'm not sure if that's happened at all since I've been doing it. Uh, just because I, when I get home, I, I do have a clear head, and I walk in, and if it's all kicking off, I don't straight away start shouting at people. I, I sort of am able to communicate properly. Um, yeah, so I mean, I guess if, if what I'm saying is, if, if nothing else, if I mean, if no one is listening, and if if this is of interest to nobody and it's no good as at all uh, for people to get to sleep uh, I guess I don't really mind because it's been good for me um, anyway I've just I've totally gone off track with my intro uh, and I said I'd explain in a minute what I, what I meant by that is that that will happen uh, that does happen and so if a thought comes into my head and I'm in the middle of, a, of talking about one thing, there's a very good chance that I might just go off onto the other thing without any warning. Um, don't, you know, don't, don't try not to, if you were really into the subject that I was talking about, try not to be too annoyed. I, I will try to come back to it usually if I can remember what it was I was talking about. Um, but, you know, just, just, just bear with it and, and, See, see where it goes I guess uh, yeah so uh, that's the intro um, if, if you have got any feedback whatsoever please tweet me uh, get on Twitter find me at driven to sleep dot, uh, dot, dot com uh, at driven to sleep with a number two um, uh, I should probably uh, get a driven to sleep dot com website should know that'd be good and then uh, it could be like the least used website in the history of websites um i did i used to have this website uh, years ago um it might still be alive actually just about but it i used to rant i used to have rants i used to write rants on it and it had about five rants and then i uh, again like the the whole uh, impulsive thing i i get a really good idea I do it for five minutes, and then, and then another idea comes along, and I go, "Oh, I'll do that instead." Um, <laughs> so that uh, that didn't last. That didn't last too long. It lasted a little while, I guess. I mean, it, I think it's just about still alive. Uh, I mean, I guess I so I, I, I had a website for writing shoe reviews, and then um, and then again that went, uh, but I. I still write shoe reviews. 
because I just haven't done any for myself in a while. Um, and that reminds me, I really need to sort that out. I, I should definitely sort that website out. There's plenty of uh, free blogging platforms that I could use instead um, to at least put all of my content on. I think I might have moved some over to Tumblr or Blogger or somewhere. Uh, yeah, I probably should try and sort that out. Um, anyway, sorry, gone off topic again. Uh, the the structure of this podcast, which has already completely gone to the wind today, um, gone to the dogs, is um, it's it's quite a simple structure. The idea or the, the the structure that I've been using now for a little while, which is I do a little intro. Uh, explain about the podcast a bit uh, its point um, uh, I give you my Twitter That I, 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 I gotta remember to try and slot that in there so at least one day someone might give me some feedback maybe not, I don't know um, then I tend to talk about the weather for like sort of five or so minutes and then hopefully talking about the weather leads me on to thinking about something else and then I, I can go off and talk about you know something else for a little while um, a lot of the time it will be sort of related to my life and the weather and my life kind of thing they're kind of because they're linked aren't they there's moments that moments in your life that you remember because of certain weathers and there's certain, there's all reasons to remember things um, and then there's a, I get to work and there's a little a little short interlude with a little bit of music, tiny little little five second thing, and then I'm back after work and then I just talk about whatever. Um, that's where it gets a bit messy. Uh, and and uh, and if I'm going to talk about anything uh, topical or opinionated or, or whatever at all, it's usually in that that half of the show. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, and then goodbyes, and then home. So that's it, really. That's really basic structure. Uh, it's not fancy. No bells or whistles. But it, it is driven to sleep, and uh, it's funny because I imagine one day driven to sleep will will not be a sleep podcast at all. I, I should imagine it will just it will be just me. Uh, just my own personal therapy, my own diary, maybe I don't know. Like a, this is my life, me, and then no, no one listening except myself. There we go. Um, and I'll drive myself insane rather than to sleep. <laughs> uh, the, the weather, the weather. I love talking about the weather. It's like one of my favourite things. And I think, I mean, it's maybe a combination of factors as to why it's one of my favourite things. Uh, I'm I'm British. That's one definite factor as to why I love the weather. Um, because British people, we all love and hate the weather, don't we? we it's the thing we talk about probably the most when you get up in the morning oh did you hear that weather last night or uh, 
wonder what the weather's going to do today. Or, or like, like if it was raining, I wonder what the weather's going to do. Why, why would I ever say that? I mean, it's not going to change the fact that I've still got to just go to work. Uh, I mean, if anything, if it was nicer weather, I'd just be more annoyed about going to work. I'd probably rather not know. Um, it's just the thing we all talk about. Uh, and, but, I mean, I've, I've become actually... I've spoken about this before, actually. I, I, a little while back, maybe a year or two back, I, I started to become quite fascinated with the weather. And trying to be able to predict the weather and then it like sort of... Why then I, the, my weather on my phone was always wrong. So then I decided to try and hunt down some apps that actually told me the right weather. But then you realise that that's quite difficult, and that all the different apps set to use different uh, different systems to to try and predict the weather, and none of them are quite right. A lot of them get a bit close, but uh, where I live on the Isle of Wight, the weather is uh, we've because we're sort of right on the English Channel. Um, it's uh, the weather can be a bit different. I don't know whether it's because of it, it, the, the reaction with the English Channel or or what, but it never seems to be quite what what the, what the news or, or whatever that you sort of. I've seen the telly and they're like, oh, there's going to be a big band of rain. Big band of rain is coming right over the south coast. And you think, right, that's us then. But then it ends up not being us because for whatever reason, it just completely bypasses the Isle of Wight. Um, I don't know why that is. It's got to be a, there's got to be a thing. that We've got a local weather station and they, they do quite a good weather forecast for us. They're quite, quite accurate, and so they say we've got kind of our own little mini climate down here. Um, and today, but today's a today's a really nice day actually. Uh, I realise I'm talking about the weather quite late into the drive actually after sort of a, a, a bit of a, an off-topic morning, but it's um, put it this way: what you're you're settling down to sleep and. and I'm on my way to work and it's the morning and it's bright uh, it's bright and sunny and calm it's really calm actually I uh, I'm a bit envious of the, there are times when uh, and this is going to sound really bad people some, uh, you get you get obviously people that have got no interest in getting a job, rightly or wrongly, they've got no interest in getting a job, and they're they're quite happy not to work, and and uh, obviously they'll receive some money from the from from the government or whatever benefits, and uh, and they're quite happy because it's obviously it's not it's not a lot of money, but they're quite happy to do that. Uh, but the flip side of that is that on days like today, they they can just sort of go, they can just go for a nice little walk somewhere and uh, and experience the sort of the calmness. If they wanted to, they, on their own, they could just leave on their own, go for a little walk. 
and um, and that must just be lovely. And I should imagine that's that it's maybe things like that. I'm sure that's obviously not not everyone's cup of tea, but I'm sure it must be must be things like that. Like there's got to be reasons as to why that you would you know not 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 be bothered about trying to earn any more money so that you could go and do things in it but the sort of simple life sometimes is so appealing the amount of times that I've thought to myself could I just I mean I'd get I'd spend I'd get to spend more time with my family I'd get to spend, spend more time with my kids we wouldn't have as much money but you know everyone knows the old saying you know, money can't buy you happiness can't buy happiness and you really can't I mean money's helpful the last thing you want to do is be stressed about money because then you really would be unhappy if you if you had literally nothing you you know you couldn't afford food or somewhere to live um, uh, that would be obviously horrible um, but I mean, uh, there's something to be said for living a simpler life. I think. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll become some kind of just a travelling man. It will, me and the me and the family will buy just a big van, leave the house, sell the house, buy a big camper thing, and just that'll be us. Just be off forever, living off mushrooms and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm um, on the bumpy road. Before I get to the really bumpy part, I'm I'm going to depart for now, and I should be back in in a few moments. Hi. So I'm back. It's work is over for the week. Actually, it's Friday. It's midday Friday. And I'm finally on my way home. I've just spent um, the last 10 minutes trying to start my car because it's horrible and occasionally decides that it's just going to sit there not starting. I probably just need to start parking it at the top of slopes, to be honest with you, because it, it's just getting beyond a, a, getting beyond a joke now. Um, my, uh, I'll never forget my dad. My dad told me this story from his his youth because he grew up. He's from Guernsey, and when he grew up in Guernsey, um, there wasn't really such a thing as an MOT there. Uh, for all those people that don't know what an MOT is, it's basically a test. Um, in the UK, it's a test to make sure that your vehicle is roadworthy. Um, but when my dad was growing up in Guernsey, they didn't they didn't have things such as MOTs. They didn't allegedly, I don't know whether this is true, but he was he basically told me that they you know no one no one cared if your car was just falling to pieces, You'd drive pretty much anything. Um, and I don't think uh, he, he always tells me about his um, he used to tell me about his learn, his uh, motorbike days because I don't think you had to do a motorbike test 
in Guernsey, you could just ride it. And so you didn't learn to ride a motorbike. You either, you know, crashed and hurt yourself or you learned to ride it. It was sort of the story, I think. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so cars, he... he oh, either his first car, one of his first cars... Um, always tells me about, or he, he doesn't always tell me, he says, why do I keep saying he always tells me, he, he once told me the, the story about how it, um, it, he used to drive his mates around in his car and it would just fall apart bit by bit and so one day the, um, I think the, the, the cooler went on it or uh, the radiator went, something like that. So he just used to carry massive jerry cans of water around in the back of his in the back of his car and just periodically fill it up because it would just leak out constantly. Um, he said the starter motor went, so he just took the starter motor out um, and then just would park it at the top of hills sloped roads or or like make sure he had enough friends with him to bump start it um, the doors uh, I think the passenger and the driver's side door the, the the latches went or something so it wouldn't it, they wouldn't stay closed so he had a piece of rope going from one side of the car to the other holding the doors shut and and he said there was a big hole in the passenger side floor so that the passenger side, the driver, you know, the, the front passenger seat, uh, it fell through the floor. So he just had a, a massive spanner across the hole, which the seat sort of sat on precariously. Um, yeah, so I mean, when, when something went, just take it out, just, just remove it, take it out. I just wonder if that's what I do with this car. I mean, my exhaust is broken, so maybe just remove the exhaust. And then the start motor doesn't seem to want to play ball half the time, so maybe I'll just get rid of that. Um, and if anything, because I'm, I'm removing parts from the car, I'll, I suppose I'll be reducing its weight. And by reducing its weight, um, I will be more environmentally friendly because I'm going to use less fuel. Pretty much. I mean, this is similar to an idea I had a little while ago, and I can't remember if I ended up keeping the episode or not, but um, I was speaking about the fact that, that my car gets used as a dump, and at the moment, I mean, since about, I don't even know, must have been June, maybe? But for a while now, I've had a load of garden rubbish, like cut, cut, cut down a load of trees and plants and stuff and it's all in my boot not in bags just in the boot so at the minute it's just composting itself in the boot of my car um so i was like well i could just turn the whole back of the car into a compost heap and then i could grow like vegetables and stuff in my car and plants and things so basically it gets to a point where my car is producing clean air uh, and could you 
and, and, the, and I was uh, the question I asked theoretically was could you could you plant enough stuff in your car that it would produce enough oxygen to counteract the amount of uh, like carbon dioxide and monoxide and whatever else you were um, your car was creating like could you counteract it could you you could somehow uh, no that would be dangerous I was going <laughs> to say you could somehow route the exhaust system like through the back of the car where the plants were and the plants would actually feed on that stuff they would feed on it wouldn't they they would love that they would just be like yes dirty fumes for us to clean um, but yeah that would I think that would be quite dangerous It'd be a hazardous environment Unless you could somehow like route it through the back, but like have the drivers, you'd have to like cordon off the the back area to the driver so that none of that, none of the fumes could make their way out, um, and then have like you know a small exhaust hole out out of the car. Still, I don't know. I think it's probably a little bit crazy, but I mean that that's the idea. I mean, you just uh, you never know. And then, you know, this surely then this 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 would be the most environmentally friendly car that still runs on you know oil-based fuels. So yeah, I think that with the combination of just continuously removing things as they break, you end up with something that's just super green, just like the, the greenest of green vehicles. And it's green in colour, so it's like ultimately green. Uh, but seriously, uh, in all seriousness, um, I, it's almost time to get a new car. I think, uh, which is is uh, which sucks because I can't really afford to get a new car. Um, I'm actually it's funny. Um, uh, although I, I don't really like to talk about personal stuff on here, but I'm. Um, I'm actually, fingers crossed, gonna hopefully get some money back from, from uh, you know, you get the sort of the dodgy loans and, and, and things like that, and there's all that stuff now of people claiming money back, and hopefully I should get some money back from, from something like that soon. Um, the whole, did the whole PPI thing, got got a little bit back there. That was quite, it's quite nice, really, isn't it? Because I guess you spend your life basically getting. Uh, for want of a better word, you, you spend your life basically getting screwed over by various companies uh, who earn a lot of money out of out of you, off of you, you know, all the way through your life from from as early as you can from as early as you can start earning your own money and and trying to save it. Uh, you start getting screwed by the man, as they, as they call it, like you know, by the system, by everything. You're going to be paying tax. Um, you're going to be paying insurances, and you're going to be paying uh, for all sorts of things. And uh, it's just. Uh, it's a little bit depressing, isn't it? And um, and so when you get these opportunities to basically get get one back over on 
on these companies. I think everyone should take those opportunities. Because uh, yeah, you deserve it, you've been screwed over. You've been screwed over for years. Now it's your chance. Not, you're not even screwing anyone over. I, don't, I, I very much doubt anyone's actually losing out by you just getting money back that you've basically given to someone for something you didn't actually want or need. So don't ever feel bad about it. That's the, the, the moral of the story there. Never feel bad. Take, it, take opportunities when you can get them because I, I guarantee you if, if, if the shoe was on the other foot they would definitely be taking more money off of you. That's always how these things go. Anyway, see, I've gone into something. I don't, I don't really want to go into things like this. Um, you get sort of opinionated, don't you? I don't like getting too opinionated. You guys are trying to get to sleep, probably. Um, and so it, it doesn't. it's not really... Uh, uh, it becomes an, an unsafe environment for sleep, doesn't it? Because you become an, an, an anxious and anxious slightly is, is uh, boring enough that it, it still gets you to sleep. Much more fun talking about my environmental car with this compost heap and, uh, and growing tomatoes. But, and then you could eat them and then you're going to save yourself a little bit of money. So then you're going to need to go to the shop less, which means you don't need to take the car to the shop as much. So even more green benefits. See, I've thought about it all. It's a whole, whole, amazing, uh, a whole ecosystem in a car. Brilliant. I wonder if you could do it that so you get like a, a massive camper van type thing, um, and somehow convert it to be like dual fuel. You know, like having an electric motor and a show uh, other motor I don't know how it works but um, yeah like some kind of dual fuel and then and then and then in the in the back of it you could or you could have like a massive allotment in it or not massive because it wouldn't be huge but you could then the small amount of fuel it was using you could just counteract that fully counteract that with with a bit of uh clever thinking and some tomatoes and there will be plants where there's, there's got to be plants that produce more oxygen than others oh you get uh so we, you get snake plants don't you that they 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 do their work at night time so you get a load of them a load of them for night time and you get some of the other ones there's loads of them in there uh some really good indoor plants like spider plants things like that and they, they will filter out things they filter out nasty things as well as creating oxygen and whatnot so it's just uh, yeah, you can you can really if you were, you were clever about it you could do something awesome yeah I don't know I don't know see now I've, I've, I've hit a sticking point the, the the my my chain of thought has, has tapered to a to a nothing uh, 
I keep yawning. Which means I'm tired and I'm ready for sleep even though it's the middle of the day. And I had over seven hours sleep last night. Um, it's warm in this car, actually. Uh, which is probably not helping with the sleepiness. But yeah, my, my, my chain of thought's tapered to a point. It's tapered to a, a, a microscopic point that I, I can't really think of anything interesting to speak about now, which sucks. Because um, when I'm at work and I'm sat there, people are often telling me to shut up because I just talk about loads of stuff. Oh, actually, I know what I can talk about. I've been doing this thing at work. I've been trying to... Uh, this is really boring. This is boring, so boring to so many people. If anyone that's listening, okay, is um, like a structural engineer and understands uh, the Euler uh, formula for, for bending, uh, for buckling, and if, if, if you understand um, it's uh, Eurocode 9, chapter 6, Eurocode 9, chapter 6, right? Anyone that's listening that understands that, please tweet me because I need help, okay? <laughs> um, basically, what I'm trying to do is we've, we're creating this thing. I, I don't want to give too much away because uh, I, I don't want to get into any situations with my work, but this thing basically it, it, it requires a, a long beam and we buy this beam from this company that creates these beams for like stages and stuff and uh, but we're using it in a different way and um, we know we've worked out we know the the amount of force that's going to be applied to the end of this beam we know that answer um, because we did a, a whole load of calculations to do with force uh, on an angle and, 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 and whatnot. Um, but uh, we're trying to figure out basically there's a whole load of equations that are absolutely crazy for trying to work out the amount of force that something will take before it buckles, basically. Um, so imagine if you've imagine if you've got um, uh, a metal post in the ground, okay, and the, the the bit that's in the ground that's fixed in the ground that can't move. The top end, in theory, that's free to move. So you would you would say that that was a, that was a because there's there's different specifics. You could have both ends fixed. You could have them so they could pivot and stuff. Um, different options but imagine that just to make this sort of as simple as you can so imagine it's in the ground that ends fixed that ends not and you're applying the load directly to the top of it and it basically there's lots and lots of formulas that work out how much of a load it will take on that on that end that free end before the thing snaps or bends or whatever buckles and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to work that out for this frame. And we've got loads of the information. Uh, and if we use the Euler formula, which is this formula that's like just a given one, uh, which is for things like a post, you know, just a simple solid post. 
um, you can use the Euler formula uh, and that works quite well but because the structure that we are using isn't just a simple structure we then have to use this Eurocode 9 thing which brings in all these crazy equations because you've got things like weld to take into account cross members bracing uh, the different shape the size of the whole thing it's 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 absolutely crazy and um, yeah so I spent all morning all this morning I, I, I actually so I spent all afternoon yesterday on this I was doing the working out the mass and starting on this bending uh, this buckling stuff um, did the Euler thing and, and then we found uh, the, the company that sells these these beams they had an example of one of the beams uh, and, and what the total load would be able to take so then I was like okay so we'll just plug that into my Euler formula ding 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 okay I get nowhere near it and then I noticed they'd written about this Eurocode 9 so oh, okay so yeah last night found Eurocode 9 printed some stuff off took it home tried tried sort of getting my head around it a bit couldn't at all because it's it's just so far above my my sort of engineering ability that I was really struggling with it but I got to work today and sort of in collaboration with my boss who's a very clever and and a very good engineer so he he knew some stuff I was mean, speaking about certain formulas and he just goes oh yeah well that's this 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 and this um, so then you yeah then you end up working it out because you can work together with someone uh, and we think we got to an answer and we, we we plugged all the numbers in and we got an answer and it still wasn't the same answer that these people had given for their example um, and so then I ended up I think having to square root my answer which then gave me an answer which was very very similar to the answer that they gave but I still can't figure out why I have to square root my answer because nowhere in any of the documentation does it tell me to do that so basically something's gone wrong somewhere um, I don't know what it is uh, and I'm, I'm struggling to get my head around um, this, this, this buckling stuff really really difficult the, the the documentation it's not just it's not just a straightforward thing because you've got an equation and it's, it says basically a load of Greek symbols um, and then what you'd normally expect with one of these formulas would be beneath the equation for it to tell you what each symbol meant what uh, what units you they, they expect that, that they're in so that you know what you're working with and and then if there's any equations in order to get those symbols that they normally tell you how to do that but what the problem with the document this document that I'm following is that it doesn't do that um, it will give it will say this is the this is the equation you need it will say oh, this and this is this it doesn't tell you the units but then it also only tells you maybe two of the six things within that equation and then you have to traipse through the entire document until you find 
the place where it's talking about the other bits in the equation and even then it doesn't tell you what units they're in so the whole time you're making assumptions um, we've managed to find other people's workings out using these formulas and they seem to be using seems to be using centimeters which is which anyone listening is probably like well centimeters are fine but in engineering you don't use centimeters you use either meters or millimeters and you use newtons and pascals you don't use uh, you don't use kilonewtons usually and you don't use centimeters and you don't you know you don't tend to use this there's certain certain things that you kind of expect but this seems to all do things in a strange way um, I'm just not able to figure it out to be honest with you it's all a bit confusing uh, anyway uh, I've come to the end I'm at home so I'm going to go um, anyone that's been listening that's a new listener thank you for checking this out thank you for listening anyone that's still with me thank you for listening and anyone that's asleep I hope you get a wonderful night's sleep Thank you all and good night.